0: have peace of mind while navigating the school system and life
1: give your child the opportunity to thrive instead of just barely survive
0: and now the founder of with a twist Amber Scotchburn Parenting expert Amber Scotchburn is back. Good morning. Welcome.
1: Good morning, Dave. Thanks for having me.
0: Glad to see you. Last time you were in, we were talking about the, uh, the back-to-school transition time and the importance, uh, apparently vital importance, of the uh, parent-teacher relationship.
1: Absolutely. And today, I think we're going to go into that a little bit more.
0: Mm-hmm. All right. And in what direction do we head first?
1: I thought we could talk actually about specific questions at the parent-teacher conference because in October is typically when we start getting report cards and that's usually when they start having those parent-teacher conferences. Mm. And um, I have found that I've been on both sides, right? So being a teacher and then being a parent and sometimes as a teacher you have no idea what's going to happen at this conference (laughs) and how do you set that up and and those sorts of things. And then as the parent, um, you're going in and you're expecting something. So what I've designed is questions that the parent can bring to ask of the teacher. And I thought maybe we could go through those today.
0: Yes, you have uh, quite a list. We'll touch on as many as we can. Now, is this in order of importance, uh, random? How do we do?
1: <laughs> well, it's me, Dave. So they're <laughs> in order of importance, of course. <laughs> okay.
0: All right. And number one is
1: uh, Number one is, can you explain the breakdown of my child's current mark? So oftentimes what happens is parents get a report card and especially, um, I would suggest to you in the, in the BC curriculum these days, so like last year and this year, because they've totally changed it, it's, it's typically not marks like A, Bs anymore, it is different wording, oh. essentially. And so parents are very confused wow. <laughs> and just aren't understanding. Um, so instead of guessing or talking about it with another parent who isn't sure or complaining, Mm
0: -hmm.
1: (laughs) it's just best to sit down with the teacher and say, Hey, you know, help me understand why this is the the way it is. Can you break it down for me? And what I find is very useful then from the teacher's perspective is that they've when they've prepared for these meetings is that they have some samples of work so that they can show you. So samples of, um, your own child's work that's coming in for the interview but also samples of maybe some comparables so that you can say if we're just going to use marks for simplicity's sake today this is what an a looks like this is what a c looks like and this is why your daughter or son got a b yeah um and then it just kind of takes the guesswork out of why does my child have this mark um as well as any uh, you know, when parents go to maybe like a negative place, um, like, oh, of course it's my child that's getting this mark or, or whatever. It's just mm-hmm. from curiosity, right? And and the teacher's the expert in this case as to why your child has that mark.
0: The kids bring home what comments?
1: Um, yes, there's comments. And um, unless the system has changed since I've left it, they're usually coded comments so you go in as the teacher and you choose some coded comments so there's coded comments that are generic across yeah kind of like you you highlight off oh if the child got an a i'll give them these comments if the child got a b okay and then there's some personalized comments as well um and you're always hopeful that the teacher knows which child they're talking about (laughs) (laughs) when they write those comments (laughs) Whoa! yeah No. And that has a story to it, which we can go into today or another day. It doesn't really.
0: Matter. Well, I guess it, it's going to happen. We're fallible, so.
1: We are. And and as, I, as I've as i mentioned in past um, interviews with you, that when you're a high school teacher and, and you have quite a range of students in front of you um, and you're writing the first report card in October, chance, there could be a chance that you haven't. Um, I think when it happens in elementary school, it's a little more concerning and surprising. Yeah. Hmm. Um, when you receive that as a parent
0: (laughs) okay let's move on okay
1: (laughs) so the second question is what do you see as my child's strengths and weaknesses um and the reason you want to ask this is ensuring that both parties are coming on from the side of that yes there might be some weaknesses but hopefully we're also building on strengths um, or vice versa. If you know there's only strengths listed, typically kids need to work on something, mm. um, and that's kind of nice to know too. Um, so that's not really a loaded question. It's just seeing the well-roundedness of of the child. Yeah. Um, and the reason why I think it's so important to to talk about, you know, wh- why is the mark the way it is, and and strengths and weaknesses, is because lots of times kids get defined by their marks. And and that's not only just by the teacher, like, oh, these are A students, these are B students Mm -hmm. um, kind of mentality. But it's also by the parents. And and we hear that as the tutoring agency all the time. Well, you know, my kid has a and it's just terrible. And what are we going to do about it? And their child is sitting right there. Yeah. And so it's kind of breaking down. Where does that mark actually come from? How is it? did we get to that mark um and that actually kind of leads into the next question um which is can i see some some of my child's work to see how we got there yeah um and then then there's can be a responsibility to on your child to then say okay well i know and and again we're just using a b's because it's the other language is is new and it would be harder to explain just in a simple interview like this. So if we're just saying like, they got a B but they want to be an A student and the parent wants them to be an A student, then they can maybe ask to look at the example of the A work or hand in their work and say, "Is where is this on the range? Okay, this is still at a B. What would I need to do? Yeah. Um, and so it's just opening that dialogue to the fact that a mark is really just a moment in time and it can be changed. Um, and our, our the system is so built on... Marks as the almost the whole defining child's life mm-hmm. <laughs> when they're in school, um, which is most of their childhood. Mm-hmm. That if we re- only define our child by their mark and with having no understanding of actually what a mark is, then what are we actually communicating to our child? You're an, you know, you're a C student and that's not good, but I have absolutely no idea what that means. Yeah. And so this is giving them parents the opportunity to really understand what that means.
0: Okay, number four.
1: You're wanting to know if the teacher is giving out the criteria for certain project, let's say, we're talking about a project at this particular moment in time, or tests before they handed it in. And one of the key pieces about this is, imagine you're at work and you have a project to do for your boss and you've handed it in, um, and your boss, you get fired because you didn't do it properly. But if you had no criteria or you didn't have the expectation of that particular boss, then how are you going to know what you're actually supposed to do? And so a key piece when you're asking these questions is you're getting into your child's world. When they've handed something in or they've written a test, what has been leading up to that? You know, Did they have review sheets? Were they, were they given a sheet that said, you know, have a title page for a project, let's say, for instance, or some references? What did they actually know before they handed it in? Um, and so again, it just gives a different perspective to a mark. Um, it also kind of gives the teacher a cue, or as I'm saying this with you, it gives the teacher an idea that that's important to have those assessment pieces, so to have a criteria or a checklist for a child before they go to hand something in, so that when you say, well, you're missing this, they know actually that they were supposed to hand that in.
0: Mm-hmm. Fair enough. Yeah. Wouldn't that stuff kind of pop up if the parent is, is taking a look at the child's homework?
1: If it's there, it would pop up. If it's there. Yeah. Right. And so there's um, you hit on a couple points there. One is it would have to be there. um, And that's kind of why sometimes we ask these questions, too, to jog that the teacher to be like, oh, yeah, I actually didn't give that criteria out. Mm -hmm. Maybe that's something I need to do in the future, as an example. But yes, absolutely. For parents, it's you know, are you looking in the daily agenda to see what is there? Are you just flipping through your child's binder? And this isn't just for elementary school, but for high school as well. And and hopefully you're seeing those things. Or you see, you know that they have a project coming up. Oh, let me see the assignment sheets for it. So, yes, if it was there, I would think it's both, it's both parties' responsibilities. The okay. teacher should have it and the parents should be looking for it. All
0: right. What's the next
1: question? Oh, the next question is if you were looking at a specific mark you kind of want to see how many things were marked to get that mark mm-hmm. so is this based on one test or is this based on 10 tests you know is the, is they are they really a c student in math or did they have one bad test that kind of skewed their mark um so it's looking at how much assessment went into wow. that particular mark
0: and there are 11 more out there <laughs> If my math there is right. are yes <laughs> Where, and, and, and you and they're on your website
1: um yes yeah, so you can come to parentingwithatwist.ca um, and definitely um drop me a, a message there and i can send the person the 16 questions okay um and there's parts to some questions so there's actually a little bit more than 16. Mm. um and there's an explanation as to kind of why and and how to ask it um, from both parties, so from the parent perspective as so from the teacher perspective as well.
0: Amber Scotchburn, our parenting expert, uh, always a pleasure. Thank you.
1: Thank you. Great to have you with me today at Parenting with a Twist. I would very much appreciate it if you could give me a five star rating on Google or iTunes, or heck, why not both? To learn more about The Twist, I invite you to visit our website, parentingwithatwist.com where you can listen to past podcast episodes and download a teaser from my book. Oh, right, (laughs) my book. It's called Parenting with a Twist, 12 Positive Parenting Tips for Raising Confident and Success-Ready Children. Thanks so much for listening, and don't forget to take a moment to thank yourself for getting twisted with us today.